0: Hello and welcome to Simon's Pro Wrestling Show. My name is Simon Miller, and this is a pro wrestling show. It's Survivor Series weekend, which either means you're super excited or you're super jaded, because that only seems to be the two options in professional wrestling these days. Uh, if you don't know, if you listened for the first time before, uh, yeah, my name's Simon Miller. I do a pro wrestling show. You may recognise my voice from uh, what culture and all of that but I also do a bunch of personal nonsense and it came to be it comes to be thanks to my patreon patreon.com forward slash Simon 316 so if you could head over there now while you listen and check it out there's certain tiers you can come on the podcast you can get of video videos loads of other stuff like that uh, and that's what we're doing today uh, not only are we going to run down the Survivor Series card and try and do some prediction but I've also reached out to one of my patrons someone who very kindly has supported me and he also has the best name of all my patrons no offense to anybody else but you'll
1: understand why one I introduced him. He has been on before and he's back. It's my man, Brock. Brock, how you doing today? I'm doing well, Simon. Thank you for having me on once again. And thank you to all of the great listeners of your uh, show on YouTube and elsewhere and Patreon and all of that for uh, being very nice to me last time I was on. I appreciate that. Um, they were
0: they're good. They're a good bunch. They're a good bunch. Yeah,
1: you know, I had to read through every comment that I that on the episode I was in on, and everyone was very kind, and I greatly appreciate that.
0: Oh, there we go. That's what I like to hear. uh Talking about the world of the internet, and the world of YouTube. I believe you've got your own YouTube channel as well, man. That you want to try and get out there and get a bit more traction on, right?
1: Yes, and that that's another thing. I can't thank you enough for allowing me to uh get some more traffic there on the last show. And really, I can't thank the. Uh, viewers of your show that went over and checked out my channel and you know it's still it's still a work on in progress i'm new to all this stuff but you know you can just uh if you're new to this if you didn't listen to the last show i was on with simon you can just take this as like the uh the free trial version of my show (laughs) that's not to say that the other version isn't free either but you get my point (laughs) if you like what you hear here you can go on uh youtube search the enhancement talent podcast we do reviews for all the aew and wwe shows trying to uh trying to get more work done on there and do more news and podcast stuff other than just reviews but that's basically the bulk of it right now is that we do the reviews of the shows shortly after they go off the air and uh you know if you want to check that out i'd greatly appreciate it but you know if not just uh, appreciate anyone that uh listens to this and uh for being kind as always
0: there you go and i will vouch for my man as well brock go check out his stuff that's how you grow that's how you know we all enjoy watching wrestling uh wrestling content we enjoy listening to wrestling content we enjoy the wrestling content so go check it out if you like it you've just found somebody new and we all know it happens. Something big happens in wrestling. and We all run around trying to find opinions. It's just one more opinion you can throw into the hat. So, yeah, make sure you do that. Um, let's talk about Survivor Series, I suppose. I was going to try and give a better segue then. I was like, nope, I haven't got one. Uh, before we get there, what have you thought of the week's TV, man? Obviously, you know, NXT has been heavily, heavily pushed towards Survivor Series, which is kind of weird because they do have their own pay-per-view on Saturday night, which does feel overshadowed at this stage, I think, even though, obviously, we've got two war games on that and a, and a bunch of other stuff. Uh what yeah, what did you think about NXT this week? What did you think about AEW? Basically, how do you feel sort of going into this crazy weekend?
1: So uh, with NXT, I didn't watch the whole thing. I kind of just watched the condensed highlight version just this morning. But uh, yeah, from what from what uh, I saw from that, it seemed like it was a lot of invasion sort esque stuff and kind of building more to Survivor Series than uh, War Games. I know they did some things, like with the ladder match at the end for uh, that. But, yeah, definitely felt more geared towards Survivor Series. Um, My general complaint to that, I feel like it's every year with the Survivor Series concept, is just that I don't feel like there's enough stakes or really any reason for the guys on each roster to really care about. What brand wins, especially the guys that you have invading NXT yesterday, like Zack Ryder, like he's
0: <laughs> yeah, that is strange. Like
1: if I were Zack Ryder, I wouldn't give a damn how <laughs> how my Survivor Series team is going to do. I don't have anything to do with it. But it always just feels like it's just for this one build to a pay per view that all of a sudden we care about brand supremacy or whatever, and then we do the pay per view and then it's over and none of it matters at the end. So I would see yeah. them incorporate some sort of stakes like uh, Ember Moon on the WWE backstage show on Tuesday was even talking about this, that, you know, maybe the brand that wins gets the number 30 entrant in the Royal Rumble. Or, you know, I was thinking like maybe the whichever brand wins the most matches, that brand gets like the main event of WrestleMania or something. Just give it something to feel uh like an important competition rather than just let's get through this and see which brand is the best. And then we go on about our days. That's my
0: big problem. I think WWE have kind of gotten away with it this year because the addition of NXT has made it feel fresh and they're lucky they did do that because the wildcard rule has absolutely you know, made it even more preposterous than usual. But what I'm really struggling to buy in for is like, why would, why does Drew McIntyre, because obviously he popped up on NXT. Yeah. Why would he care about being part of the raw brand? Like what? What what does he get from it? What does it mean to him? You know, someone like Randy Orton, for example. I know he hasn't really fallen into this, but he is on the team. He was only on SmackDown like you know six or eight weeks ago. If all of a sudden you put a reward or a stake in there, at least you can kind of justify it in your head by saying, "Oh, well, they want this, although they they want that." And the fact they all come out wearing T-shirts, I don't think we can do this again next year. I think we probably will, and I probably said this 12 months ago too. But I really do think the whole brand warfare thing doesn't work. It it, you know, it never really has. It, it just feels like we're doing it now because you know, much like we do a Hell in a Cell at Hell in a Cell because that's the name of the pay per view. Yeah. Survivor Series has become brand versus brand, so we'll just do it. And I would much rather we kind of serve the story as opposed to serve the calendar. But I am looking forward to the event. I don't want. Don't get me wrong. I think on paper it looks very good, and like I say, getting NXT in there has has come up with some incredibly interesting matches. And you know, there's sort of one of of three or four that could really stake a claim to be the best match of of the weekend. But before we do get to that, did um, you check out AEW Dynamite as well? Because I I thought that was a really, really, really fun show this week. I mean, there was a couple of spots that weren't necessarily my thing, but overall, when I was done, I was like, yeah, man, that was that was a joy.
1: Yeah, um, I thought it was one of their better shows that they've put on so far. You know, uh, uh, really the uh, main thing, and I think it was one of the few promo segments they did that night, but the segment with Chris Jericho and SCU and everything that they did there, I thought was really fun and uh, it served a great purpose. And I think this is what AEW is doing. And, you know, I don't, I know people don't like to compare the two, but I think it's something that they're doing so much better than WWE is giving uh, guys that we wouldn't expect to, get like a chance to be in the main event scene. They give those guys a chance and see where it goes. They did it with uh, Darby Allen earlier with Chris Jericho. And now they're doing it with Scorpio sky, who I think from what I've seen is a phenomenal talent. uh, And the stuff with SCU he has going right now, but I think down the line, he could be a real uh, main event player at some point. So I like that. Everything they, they do with these guys, like Chris Jericho isn't just there to have his run at the top and just put everyone down. He's elevating everyone up to his level in the process of it. And I thought the promo with him and the SCU guys last night really did a great job of that. And I'll look forward to their match uh, next week.
0: Yeah, no, I, I agree. I think that it was it was such a, a cool bit. Because, like, you know, a few weeks ago, I don't think anybody would have anticipated this kind of match. But now we've got it. You know, I, I know I'm really excited about to see what they're going to do and how it all plays out. And it was really just a great advert for why scripted promos don't work in pro wrestling. I know some people need them. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying all of a sudden we have to throw them out the door. But giving performers a little bit of leeway to do this kind of stuff, you wouldn't have got it otherwise. You know, and the, 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 I understand the duping of Chris Jericho into giving Scorpio Sky a title match was a little bit silly, there was- but it didn't matter. <laughs> Yeah, but it didn't matter because the segment worked. The segment was entertaining. You know, I thought when, they, when he was talking about his his high school sweetheart, I was genuinely laugh out loud funny. Yeah. I was cracking up. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. And that's all you kind of need sometimes. It's all right to roll your eyes and say, well, that was a bit ridiculous. As long as when all is said and done, you enjoyed myself. Because that's my new thing now. My new catchphrase is wrestling is meant to make you happy. And if you manage to, you know, achieve that in however you do it, you'll find that you will get a lot more forgiveness for the fans. And it's just a cool matchup. Scorpio Sky versus Chris Jericho. I imagine Chris Jericho will win. That balances out the whole fact that, you know, he beat him a few weeks ago and shows that at the moment he's a tag team guy and Chris Jericho is a singles guy. Yeah, to me, it was just good all around. Put a smile on my face. And as far as I can tell, put a smile on other people's faces as well. And like you say, they are doing a great job in building other people up, especially someone like Darby Allen, who obviously main evented against John Moxley. I mean, there were people in the crowd dressed up as him. And I know it's still early doors and he's, you know, you, you can't probably put him in a main event position on a, on a so pay-per-view at the moment. But that's just for now. If you, if you look at, you know, when Dynamite started to today, he's a far bigger star than he was. And, you know, it's something that really WWE hasn't done in a while. I'm like, you I don't want to compare the two. But if one of the reasons you haven't been enjoying WWE is because of the lack of new stars, well, you know, in the last couple of weeks, I'd say Darby Allin has been right on that radar. And AEW's got out of their way so that people start taking him seriously. Which is why, I mean, how did John Moxley beat him? With this crazy, like, you know, DDT off the top rope. Yeah, That is a move that, you know, you could argue, well, that would beat most people. Yeah, I, I I just think right now they're they're ticking a lot of the right boxes. It doesn't mean I like them any more than WWE or the WWE sucks anymore. I'm just saying that when I look and see what you know AEW is doing, I think they're ticking a lot of the you know a lot of good boxes.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, Darby, I think is one of the better stories too because especially with this week, they like made sure to highlight the people in the crowd that had the face paint on. Like he, he's getting like a Jeff Hardy vibe to me, like in the yeah, I agree when all the kids and the women loved Jeff Hardy. Like, I feel like that could be Darby's sort of, uh, target there. But, uh, you know, another thing that I, I want to throw out there. And I, I want to see if, uh, you think this is at all possible with the sky and Jericho match is that I feel like they are, uh, very slowly, but, uh, sowing the seeds for Chris Daniels to actually, turn on SCU because the uh, tournament Daniels gets injured sky comes in they win the whole thing without any help from Chris Daniels I I feel like in any wrestling way that normally there's going to be some sort of jealousy angle there if uh, I don't know if maybe Chris Daniels could somehow intentionally or accidentally quote-unquote cost sky the match but you know, I just feel like there is definitely some seeds sown there, and especially because I guess they're not using the free bird rule, from what I understand. It's just that Kazarian and Sky are the champions.
0: I would love to see that. I really, really would. In fact, I, maybe it's sort of too early to pull the trigger, but maybe you could even have that as the reason why Scorpio Sky loses against Chris Jericho. You know, maybe Chris, maybe do the turn then. I, mean, I, I wouldn't be against that because. As a three, it depends when you started watching AEW or when you started watching wrestling. Like I've been watching SCU for for so long, some kind of breakup like that to me sounds really good. But I guess the uh, the counterpoint to that is yeah, but from a TV angle point of view, they've barely started, which is fair. You know that th- that is fair. But I think for a turn to get those guys, I guess he'd feud with Kazarian for a while. I'd be well up for that, and also it makes sense, right? Why else did he get taken that? Because they were building for the future. And also, as like the nerd fans that we are, it gives us more faith in the booking because we know to take account of everything they're doing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Christopher Dangles get angles weeks ago and we assume that's all said and done. But actually, no, it's not. It's because we had this idea. We just didn't pay off for a few weeks because we are doing long-term, uh, long-term stories. So I, I, I would not be against that. If they do it the right way and the execution is good, I think it will get a reaction. I think it will get people talking. And I think it will make for another good episode of of dynamite like imagine that does end with scorpio scar on his back looking at christopher daniels like why chris why that's like, all good mm. it's classic wrestling i got no problem with it
1: yeah uh, i think the only arguments uh that i could find against it though is just that we kind of just did a similar thing with mjf and cody versus jericho True. so maybe not do it next week but keep subtly uh planting the seeds of dissension there and then get to a pay off later down the line i think that would be really fun stuff
0: i i, I agree i agree and like uh, chris jericho if nothing else has proven that he he's the man as far as i'm concerned there's no two ways about it like no one to me is better than chris jericho right now Who he's thought constantly entertaining
1: uh that we'd be talking I about it. chris jericho as in my opinion the best thing in pro wrestling right now
0: Uh, he's up he's in the argument, man. Like, even if someone disagrees, if anyone goes, "Oh, I don't agree at all," you're like, "Well, that's just wrong." He is again the master of reinvention. He's made a great call with AEW. He feels fresh again. He feels like a major draw. Yeah, most of his segments are the best thing on the show. He's having fun at the same time, which always helps. I mean, no one believes in Chris Jericho more than Chris Jericho, but it's working for him right now. Mm -hmm. It really, really is. He's, He's a hell of a lot of fun to watch. I look forward to what he's going to do every week. And he is making stars. Like no matter what happens with Scorpio sky next week, I imagine the plan will be get Scorpio sky more over than he already is. And that's what you need to do because then when Chris Jericho does leave in two years, three years, however long he wants to be there, it doesn't matter because you've used him for what he was there for, which again is, is getting other people over.
1: Yep. And that's, uh, something that they've done a great job of so far. And just, uh, You know, it's like I look forward to whoever's going to be next for uh, Jericho. And I get that, you know, people, uh, at least some people, you know, uh, well, he's old and slow. The matches aren't what they used to be. But uh, you don't have to have uh, 20 dives and flips and everything to to get investment. And I think that's what gets lost is that's really what draws me into a match is not the moves that happen in the match but the uh things that happened before the match that already have me invested beforehand it's why i liked the jericho and cody match a lot and it's such a different contrast from the rest of the stuff on aew that it really stands out in my opinion
0: i'm with you man his matches are my favorite and it's because yeah he's not as fast as he once was excuse me he's not as agile but he tells a great story and that's what I want from wrestling. I want great narratives. I mean, it's, it's almost a cliche to say it. And especially with Cody, who's also really good at that. But yeah, you know, he's not, he's not as, as, like you say, he's not as limber and as quick as he once was, but he doesn't need to be. They've got a whole roster full of guys that can do that. And he can offer something that they can't, which is experience and, you know, whatever else, you know, the other things you want to throw at Chris Jericho's direction. I just love it right now. And that's nothing against WWE. I thought NXT was great um you know raw and smackdown have their own issues but we won't talk about that here overall you know the short version is wednesday nights are absolutely excellent for pro wrestling
1: along may it continue yes now i guess we should get into the uh pay-per-views on sunday huh we
0: should we will do the survivor series let me get my card up that i have got here somewhere there it is i like i say on paper i think it's good it, there are certain issues that we have. Like, for example, we don't know what Team NXT is on them in the women's or the men's match. They still have for that, have they? No, I mean, maybe they'll do it on Friday at SmackDown. Hopefully it's before the pay-per-view,
1: but it is WWE, so you never know for sure. Well, maybe that's part of and, NXT's and it, angle, is that they have the element of surprise.
0: I mean, maybe. The Triple H said something that apparently one person isn't going to be announced till the day, and it's going to be a huge surprise. I mean... I can't think who that's going to be. Everyone obviously, say, oh, CM Punk. It's not CM Punk, <laughs> just so everyone calm. not it's, it's not, I, 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 I am, if CM Punk is there, fantastic. I'll be happy to prove him wrong, but I would bet all the money in my bank account which arguably isn't that much but still I would put all the money in my bank account that it is not CM Punk. I don't think if you have this big plan to have CM Punk come back, you have him on backstage literally 5 days before, you have a big pay-per-view in his hometown, nobody would agree to that. He has a deal with Fox, he doesn't have a deal with WWE. But we'll see. You know lots of times WWE promises big surprises and it doesn't turn out to be a big surprise. That's it's called, you know, the boy who cried wolf and it is another issue that's facing them right now. Um let's start with and we'll start with the 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 Survivor Series triple threat elimination matches which are quite hard to go through because we don't know what they are so for example the men's one is Team Raw which is Seth Rollins Drew McIntyre Kevin Owens Randy Orton and Ricochet taken on Team Smackdown which is Roman Reigns Mustafa Ali Braun Strowman King Corbin and Shorty Dewey, versus Team NXT to be announced (laughs) I mean given what we saw on NXT I'm going to presume that it's likely to be what Matt Riddle Tommaso Ciampa, Dijakovic, maybe Damian Priest and somebody else but again your, your your guess is as good as mine dude how do you what do you think?
1: So the first thing that I want to say about this Survivor Series card and just looking at it briefly do you, do you have any idea how many pins we're about to see on Sunday? I mean a lot of pins there- because it's an elimination match right? Yeah each one has 15 people so that's somewhere between 10 and 14 pins in that match. And they're doing the same thing with the women's, right? It's five on five on five for them too. Uh, uh, yeah. And then, and then all the other champion versus champions matches like that. I don't know how they're going to put this match together. Like how much time they can give it where you have to get that many pinballs in. It seems like, uh, maybe one of them is going to, feel rushed of some sorts but just crazy to me but I think uh, the biggest thing from this show is that NXT has to win the majority of the matches like I I feel like if they don't then that's really uh, counterproductive for all the work that they've done to get eyes on NXT over the past couple weeks and having Adam Cole beat Daniel Bryan and doing all the invasion stuff I feel like it'd be counterproductive to not have NXT win the majority there. So I think whoever uh, TBA is, maybe uh, it'll be <laughs> five vacants. Uh, but I, I do think there would be some sort of perverse humor of uh, when CM Punk returns, it would be to work under Triple H. That, that would be uh, ironic, I guess. But obviously that's not happening. Um, But I think NXT, whoever they may have, uh, Pete Dunne, Damian Priest, uh, whoever they may throw in this team, I I think that they should win. And I'm sure that the SmackDown team will get themselves eliminated because Baron Corbin and Roman Reigns will somehow eliminate each other. And I'm sure there's like uh, Randy Orton and Ricochet might uh, do something that is counterproductive for them. but. There's always something like that, that the whole reason that the team is together is just so they can turn on each other to set up the next feud going forward. So I'm sure there'll be some of that. And maybe the reason that NXT will win is because they are all in on it together while the other two teams aren't.
0: Yeah, I think it also depends on what happens at you know TakeOver as well. Maybe that has some fallout. Maybe that's WWE's get out clause when they're like, well, we can just play off this angle that we did at... Um Yeah, that that we did here. It's very, very weird and very, very interesting. Like you say, going back to how many pinfalls they are going to be, that's my biggest worry about Survivor Series. I don't want a five-hour Survivor Series. I really don't. I mean, we have eight matches at the moment. WWE does enjoy announcing more from nowhere. I think they need to stick to that because, again, yeah, in those uh, five-on-five-on-five matches, it's at least 20 minutes for each you'd imagine. And even then, you're going quite quick to eliminate however many people you're going to eliminate i don't think nxt is going to have a good run because i think vince mcmahon has this i still think even with the move to fox as well that he still sees it as raw a smackdown b nxt c i hope that i'm wrong i really really do but my guess would be that team raw wins because they have this idea in their head that if seth rollins is victorious, it may get him out of all these troubles he's had recently. I don't know if that is going to happen, but that's kind of what my gut is telling me. So I I would plump for Team Raw. And I hope they do do some miscommunication issue somewhere, because I do think you need something come out of a Survivor Series. Like, they double down on this, again, this brand versus brand thing so much that when you get to the Monday that, well, what the hell do we do now? It's rare that you get any fallout. Like last year, Shane McMahon had this big, oh, I'm going to go crazy. And because they delayed his heel turn, nothing happened. Everybody just stopped talking about it. So, I mean... I guess the easy get out for Team Raw is that, you know, Randy Orton and Ricochet could start feuding. That's been teased. We know that Seth Rollins and Drew McIntyre don't like each other. Maybe Kevin Owens does something with NXT. That's also been teased. And like you say, yeah, same with Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. Um, uh, King Corbin, I should say. I mean, I like on paper that I don't really know, but it would make it much easier if, if Team NXT had a had a team. But my gut tells me that Seth Rollins will win because that's just WWE booking. Uh, it's kind of the same with the women's one as well. Like Team Roy, Charlotte Flair, Natalia, Asaka, Kane, uh, Kairi Sane, Sarah Logan. T- Sarah Logan, that's a bizarre one, isn't it? Taking on Sasha Banks, Carmella, Dana Brooke, Lacey Evans and Nikki Cross. And of course, we don't know the women's team, but you'd have to guess what? Rhea Ripley, maybe Dakota Kai. E.O. Shirai and so on and so forth this one confuses me even more Brock to be completely honest I don't it's, it's just so crazy on paper like why is Charlotte teaming up with Oscar and and why why is Natalia teaming up with Oscar? they just fought on tv and Sasha Banks is now friends with she it's just nuts it's nuts across the board
1: yeah the uh, this one I have no idea where to go with um Sarah Logan will be on pay-per-view so that that's nice uh I love it. I I do dig Sarah Logan. Uh, I've missed uh, Ruby Ride and Liv Morgan, uh, but at least she'll be there. But I really have no idea where to go with this, but I guess I'm just going to go with NXT again because I have nowhere else to go. And I think that they could really use it as something good for uh, Rhea Ripley if she's in this match, if she's like the sole survivor and maybe that'll lead to whatever they're doing with the uh, her and Shayna going forward, that she can have that uh, big standout moment on the quote-unquote main roster or whatever. So I, I would like NXT to win with Rhea Ripley being the sole survivor.
0: I, think I, I tell you, man, they're, they're, that's a good idea because Rhea Ripley ha- – I said this on the podcast the other day. She has something. like I don't know what it is, and I'm sure we'll find out more as we go. But I, even if it's just her size or whatever, she, she, to me, she offers something different. And I think using any kind of opportunity to get that across to a bigger audience is smart, which is likely why she went toe-to-toe with Becky Lynch on NXT. Uh, I Again, I feel ridiculous. I don't think Team Raw is going to win both of them. I think <laughs> there's kind of a similar opinion with Charlotte Flair and Seth Rollins in in the backstage area. I would imagine that, yes, this is one that probably Team NXT can win because nobody else has really got anything else going on so you could find a way out of it. And like I say, even though I don't know what that Team NXT is, I don't think overall Team NXT are going to have a good evening, apart from one other match. So I would imagine just for those reasons, you would, you would try and put put them over here so i would agree with you i think that's the case uh also got the viking raiders obviously the raw tag team champions taking on the new day who are the smackdown tag team champions taking on the undisputed era who are the nxt tag team champions and this is where we get into all the stuff i've just hinted at i just can't see bobby fish and kylo Riley winning mm-hmm. I, I just i mean I, I think they're brilliant i mean they really are they're probably the best workers in the whole match but if vince mcmahon is choosing the winners and losers for this show which he will be we know his uh, prejudices towards (laughs) towards certain wrestlers i can see the new day winning it to be honest they got a new podcast coming out they seem to be favorites wherever they go the viking raiders lost a couple of weeks ago to um the oc so it's not like they're untouchable either i i honestly I, i i'm kind of just you know shooting in the dark here but it would not surprise me if the new day walked away as winners
1: yeah that definitely could happen um i'm gonna roll with the uh viking raiders on this one uh i think that they uh since really being raw tag team champions it doesn't feel like they've really done a whole lot to not agree the viking raiders enough and show how dominant they are i think that this could be a good showing for them whether they uh i I guess these are a they're single fall right they're not elimination matches
0: i will presume so but as per usual i don't 100% no Uh, no it hasn't I mean again WWE could change their mind on the day but no as I know it's just a standard triple threat match yeah first fall to a finish
1: yeah so you could do that and not have to beat Undisputed Era if you don't want to on the flip side you could have uh, New Day or Undisputed Era win and they don't have to pin the Viking Raiders so I can see that being the uh, finish there to protect them but I think that of all three teams, I think the Viking Raiders are the ones that need it most, so I'll go with them.
0: Yeah, no, I I wouldn't mind that at all. They do need something, uh, I guess, especially because I think they're going to be feuding with AOP soon. You know, given that they returned on Raw, and it would be much better if they were coming off a victory here. But yeah, I think the New Day. Um I think either way. I think the undisputed era would take the pin. I'm saying that you could let the new. D- oh, I don't know. I who even <laughs> knows? I got. I got no clue. Um, we've also got. they yeah, do the three-way. AJ Styles, US Champion, taking on Shinsuke Nakamura, the IC Champion, taking on Roderick Strong, the North American Champion. This could be this, this. Really, could be amazing. I think. Yeah. I mean, it's three guys that are premier workers. Even though it's quite unfortunate because there was this rumor at one point that they were going to give Daniel Bryan the IC Championship and replace him with Shinsuke. But of course, Daniel Bryan got moved into the world title picture. Either way, you know, Shinsuke Nakamura, Daniel Bryan. It's apples and oranges. I, I've, I just think this is going. I don't even care who wins. I just want them to be allowed to do what people hope they can do, and I hope they just go out there and absolutely smash it. Much for you know other reasons I like put out there. I can't see Roderick Strong winning. Because again, just how how Vince McMahon will look at it, and really, I mean, AJ Styles to me is the firm favourite because he, he's already got a match on Monday against Alberto Crio, so he has more of a feud than the other two. I know Roderick Strong's involved in stuff as well, but I'm talking about from a main roster angle. Main roster's not even the correct term anymore. And when was the last time we even saw Shinsuke in a program with anybody? He's just kind of hiding in the background, even though he is a champion. But I don't care. Like I'm not going to be upset if Roderick Strong wins, and I'm not going to be upset if Nakamura or AJ Styles wins. I just think it's great that we're getting this match. It's stuff like this that, again, justifies Survivor Series for me, because you wouldn't get this in any other pay-per-view. And that's why the inclusion of NXT, to, it just got me so excited. I want to see what they're going to do.
1: Yeah. Um, I know that you know, so it's a bit disappointing that Daniel Bryan isn't the third part in this match, but let's not act like uh, Shinsuke and these two aren't uh some sort of dream scenario themselves because i mean we we've got the king of strong style versus strong and styles that some wordplay there that it, it's a dream just for that <laughs>
0: um,
1: but yeah with shinsuke it's it's funny because this is the second time with him that i feel like they've given him a title and then he just like disappears because
0: they did the same thing
1: when he was the United States champion, he held the title for months and like never defended. It It was just MIA. So I I understand that, you know, they had to change their, uh, plans with him and Brian. So hopefully they'll at least get something for him off the back of this, but I have to go with, uh, AJ styles, I think here, um, just because the reasons you mentioned, I mean, he has the match the next day against Korea. So I think, uh, he is the one that they'll probably go with, even though I don't really think he needs to win it, per se. But yeah, I'd say he's the favorite right now.
0: Yeah, I think so. And again, I I, I think as long as... They're, I'm repeating myself, but as long as they're allowed to do what they're able to do, I don't think there is a, a winner or loser here. We'll just come out and talk about how great it is. But that could also work the other way. You know, if we get Shinsuke Nakamura, AJ Styles, WrestleMania deal where we walk away going, oh man, that was really disappointing. It, it, will, it will have an effect, but I hope that's not the case. Uh, but I'll, I'll go for AJ Styles as well. The other awesome triple threat match on the card is Becky Lynch, Raw Women's Champ, Bailey, SmackDown Women's Champ, and Shayna Baszler, NXT Women's Champ. I think I could be even more excited about this one because it's kind of Shayna Baszler's first foray, I guess, onto a bigger WWE stage. The rumor is everybody's high on her. I think she's one of the best wrestlers they have because she doesn't come across like a wrestler. She comes across as a fighter for obvious reasons. And as popular as Becky Lynch is, I'm, I'm having Shayna Baszler win. I don't care who she beats as long as we use this to start building to a one-on-one match between Becky and Shane at WrestleMania 36. That's what I want. That's what I think would be awesome. I think you can tell a great story. Uh, I understand that Bailey. in that scenario, you could imagine that maybe Bailey is the one out and she should get pinned. I would prefer Shane to pin Becky because I think that makes the emotion going into any potential WrestleMania match more exciting. And also, you get a reaction from the crowd. You'll get the, the you know, it'll be a surprise. People won't see it coming. I, I will it happen. I don't know. I can, in some sort of crazy world, I can even see WWE pulling a fast one just because they're having Bailey wins because she's barely in the conversation. But, you know, given the run that Shayna Bayes has been on, the fact she hasn't lost in ages, the fact that the NXT title throughout all three brands is one of the strongest, I'd back her to the hill. I really would.
1: Yeah. Uh, I, you kind of took the words out of my mouth there, uh, right where I was going. But I think, uh, they they've really turned, uh, they've turned Bailey in this whole thing to like the, the Miz in the rock and Cena program where he's the odd man out, even though he's in the championship match. But in this case, Bailey just feels like a, a far cry to win. And I'm sure everyone would predict that she would be the one that gets pinned here. But I think that Shana will win. And I think she will do so by, uh, passing out Becky in the, uh, submission and that will lead to whenever they eventually do their match hopefully wrestlemania 36 that'd be awesome um that could be another women's main event if they wanted it to be that shana and becky would kick all kinds of ass on that stage so i think the best way to build to that is have shana get the big win here over becky and have her feel like the dominant one over her and then whenever she moves to uh raw then we can build to the becky and shana match and i think that would be absolutely uh, phenomenal
0: i totally agree i i think they should do it whether or not they will i don't know because wrestlemania 36 plans i imagine can change a thousand times there was a rumor going around this week that apparently you know they've already decided uh, the fiend's going to be in the main event at some point but you can't take that with it i don't even think they even know who's going to win at the raw rumble so we certainly need to Uh, Again, just, just take it step by step, but I'm not saying that Shayna Baszler versus Becky Lynch should main event. But I certainly think that it should be a. It can do. I'm not saying not against it doing. But even if they don't want to do that, I want to say I want the build to start now. I think it could be great just sort of simmering the background while they go off in different directions at the rumble and fast lane or whatever events they have beforehand, and then really, really come back into it strong around March time. I, I just think it would. I just think it'd be entertaining and it'd be different. And I feel right now, especially in the women's division, uh, we need some different stuff. Also getting Adam Cole versus the winner of NXT Takeover War Games, which. I mean, poor Adam, everybody involved. <laughs> everybody involved in NXT is going to be knackered by uh, by Sunday, especially Adam Cole, who's in all the matches. Uh, they're obviously they're referring to Pete Dunne versus Killian Dane versus Damian Priest. I think it's got to be Adam Cole versus Pete Dunne. I think Triple H will be pushing for it massively. Out of those three people, you know, he's been Triple H's guy for a while. And if you do get him a pay per view match against Adam Cole and they tear it down, which they probably would, you can then try start to establishing Pete Dunne as a as a bigger star than he already is. I I think it has to be that match.
1: Yeah, I think that would be the, uh, best showcase for NXT if they want to, if the goal is to have a standout match that drives people that watch that pay-per-view to think, man, I have to watch NXT every week, then I think Pete Dunne versus, uh, Adam Cole would be definitely the best way to show that. I think they have something in, uh, Damian Priest too, but I'm not sure if they'll, uh, go that far with him yet but i definitely agree that pete dunn versus uh adam cole would definitely be great and i think it goes without saying adam cole would hold on to the title right
0: yeah i think so i don't think he changed the title i mean especially because triple h you know was so so high on him during the conference call that he did in the middle of the week I think it would be crazy to put the title on Pete Dunne. Also, as much as I think he probably wants to, you know, establish Pete Dunne more as a superstar, I think he already believes that Adam Cole is that guy, you know, to the point that he can carry NXT, maybe one day move up to Raw on SmackDown and become a champion. I mean, there's a whole argument about his size, but that's not for today. I don't think you make that change, again, on a huge stage for these two guys after you've just basically put everything you've got behind Adam Cole. So I guess it, it's kind of a good one because it means NXT-wise, they, they 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 have a showcase. So even if they do get absolutely lambasted everywhere else, at least you go. Oh, they have the match. I think it's kind of crazy we're having an NXT Championship match on the on Survivor Series. Also begs the question: Do we do the same thing at Royal Rumble? Do we do the same thing at WrestleMania? Is the start of something new, or is it just because it's three brands? It's three brands coming together. But no, yeah, I think I think Adam Cole uh, holds on to it. I also would you want to see that? Because obviously, if we do start having an NXT Championship match on every pay per view, again, I think it's probably specific to this. Does that start to water down, you know, uh, takeover a little bit? Given this is going to be happening the day before.
1: Yeah, I definitely would not want to uh, do that, and on any regular basis. I think it works here because uh, Adam Cole is not defending the title on Takeover, if I have that correct. So it gives him a title defense for this pay per view cycle, and gives, and it's unique because it didn't happen the night before. But I feel like, yeah, if you do that every big four pay-per-view, then it just uh, sort of dilutes the purpose of the TakeOver shows and why you should watch them. It's uh, NXT's thing. So, yeah, I definitely think that they should keep that to just this one-off sort of occasion.
0: Yeah, but you never know. You you, you, you just never know with WWE. (laughs) If it goes well, they'll probably go, we should
1: do that all the time. And you'd be like, oh, great. I'm not against like an NXT showcase match on some pay-per-views but just like if it's a title match every time for the same title every time but if they want to do like a match that they wanted to do a takeover but they they didn't really have enough time for it if they put it on a pay-per-view i don't think that's a bad idea
0: no no i agree again it's all about execution isn't it as long as you make it make sense and it works you can do whatever you want really in the crazy world of wrestling we will do The Fiend versus Braniel, Baniel, Daniel Bryan Daniel first, Brian. the WWE Universal Champion, Daniel <laughs> Bryan. Now, given that they're having these rumors that The, the Fiend's going to be in the main event and also at WrestleMania and given the, the extra bit that I think WWE terrified about having him lose again, given what happened at uh, Hell in a Cell, I would imagine he gets the win here. However, they do have a get out of jail free clause. I really do believe this because out of everybody on their roster, if Bray Wyatt loses the belt to Daniel Bryan, not that many people are going to mind. Because in my opinion, I could be utterly wrong, but I think everyone loves Daniel Bryan to such a degree that they'll just be happy he's got the title back. I would argue it's probably too soon. He seems to be going through this kind of cool transition with his character, so he can probably hold off on it. But if they did want to do that for whatever reason, now would be the time to pull the trigger. Because again, if you had said to me, oh, the, the Fiend's going to win the belt at Crown Jewel and lose it less than a month later, I'd be livid. But what are you talking about? But again, I'm one of these people. I enjoy Daniel Bryan so much, and he just has this likability factor to him that while a small part of me may be a bit irked, I'd also be like, nah, it's Daniel Bryan. That's okay. I love him so much. Again, I don't think it is going to happen. i go with The Fiend. My real question is, how do you get out of this? Because I can't believe I'm saying this, but this is I'm just a fanboy for Daniel Bryan. I don't want him to lose clean, which makes me a massive hypocrite because I've been saying for months, I should go through everybody. But that's just how much I love Daniel Bryan. It's a very strange relationship.
1: Well, Daniel Bryan is like bulletproof on taking law. It's so true. Because, you know, we just saw it with him lose to Adam Cole uh, and it it doesn't matter because he's still going to be just as over. He's a very, uh, from what I can tell, he's a very uh, selfless guy that doesn't mind uh, putting someone else over. And I think that's what will happen here. I think the fiend wins. And I do think it'll be a clean win because after all of the stuff that Seth Rollins did to Bray Wyatt without being able to beat him, then I don't know how Daniel Bryan would beat him a month later. And I don't know if I'm the only one that, like, anytime I see The Fiend at this point, I just think of Hell in a Cell, and it really disappoints me. Like, like, am I holding too much of a grudge there? Because last time I was on here, we talked about that Hell in a Cell match. And I feel like every time I see The Fiend, that's, like, the first thing I think of It's just, like, uh, but you guys screwed him up. Like maybe, maybe it would be better if I just forgot and was able to move <laughs> forward with what they're trying to do with the Fiend, which it, it it seems like they're doing right by him now. But every time I see him, I'm just like, eh, but you guys screwed him up.
0: I mean, I do think that Hell in a Cell match affected Bray Wyatt or the Fiend, I should say, badly, because I, I know that internally I even feel a little bit. I'm just not as exciting about the prospect as I was. It kind. It wasn't even Bray Wyatt's fault. It was more of a why do I buy into this WWE stuff sometimes when the things that I want uh, don't happen. But I also think go the other way. You can easily get that back. It's all about, once again, execution. And a great way to do that is to come up with a really interesting idea. Because the thing with I, Seth Rollins is a great wrestler. Daniel Bryan, in my world, is a better wrestler. And Daniel Bryan's at his best when he's having incredible wrestling matches. I'm pretty sure Bray Wyatt is of that category too. I think he is a good wrestler as well. But obviously, usually he's more of a character guy, so we don't see it come out. So I don't. I mean, if they go out there and they have a storming fifteen minutes back and back and forth match, and then the fiend wins clean in the middle of the ring and retains his championship, and then you know eats Daniel Bryan's soul, whatever the hell he does, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that. Maybe it will work. Maybe it will sort of get more eyes on, on Bray Wyatt. I think for me, I want to get past this sensation that I can't, I can't shake at the moment that. Uh, he's a transitional champion and we're just waiting for him to give it to Roman Reigns or whoever else may come along to get it. And I don't want that. I want to feel confident that he is, you know, he is the guy. And I haven't actually received that yet, but we could come out of Survivor Series. The other issue we have is, I don't want to jump the gun, but I don't believe WWE is going to change too many titles on this show and I think there is a big chance that Rey Mysterio will actually beat Brock Lesnar. This may be doing what exactly what I did at Hell in a Cell and just buying into stupid hype that I'm creating in my head. I don't think you're going to change both world titles again. So that probably does put the momentum more at the feet of The Fiend. But yeah, I think you're right. I think the, the idea with this match shouldn't necessarily be who wins, who loses. It should be how we feel about that character coming out the other side. Because we want to get back to where it was a couple of months ago, where he was the coolest thing on WWE TV. And that was ruined It had in a cell. There's no two ways about it. We want to forget, like you mentioned, but it's not that easy. Yeah.
1: Um, the one thing I do think is that what I'll be looking for in this match is that the last two matches Bray had against Seth were both essentially the same match. If we're, well, yes. one was in a cell and one wasn't. And yes. I think that with this match, there needs to be some sort of uniqueness to it, which, I mean, it's Daniel Bryan. I'm sure he has some sort of idea, but it's just kind of hard to like uh, plan a match for the Fiends that is different from the, the two matches he had with Seth because of the character. But I think Bray needs to be more on offense in this match rather than just being beaten to hell for however long and then get the win anyway. I'd like to see more of that. Um, I think that this is really a big match for Bray and how we're going to see him going forward. And I think Brian is the right guy to try to get that out of him. So I'm definitely looking forward to what they're going to do in this. I am too. I like the
0: match. I do. I like the match. It uh, again. There's a slight apprehension on my end because I like the match of Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt too, and I don't want to go the other way. But no, I do like the match, and I want to see. Uh, I want to see the direction it's going. To go. But I'll say the Fiend. Agreed. Both agreed. The Fiend wins. Yep. Yeah, I thought so. And then yeah, we have Brock Lesnar versus Rey Mysterio. No holds barred. No DQ. Whatever you want to call it for the WWE title. I know what I'm doing here. I know it's I know it's ridiculous because I'm literally doing what I did at Hell in a Cell again, but I think if WWE has any sense about them and wants to kind of shake things up and surprise people, use that no holds bar stipulation. Let Cain Velasquez come back. I don't mind that. That's fine. Then you can continue that feud at WrestleMania if you're not doing the Tyson Fury stuff that we talked about earlier. And hey, man, let's make Rey Mysterio a babyface that people would be behind. The the people will love him doubly because they'll then have the title back on TV every week. He deserves it. I imagine that his time with WWE isn't that long because, you know, he's getting on in years even though he's still incredible. And Brock Lesnar doesn't need the championship right now. He just doesn't. And it's it would be a moment to end what is not really a big four pay-per-view anymore, but certainly used to be. It would be a way to end that on a high. And I would just, I would love it. I would absolutely love it. And I, again, I think it's a long shot because I've done this before and I can't believe I'm doing it again. But why else introduce that that no DQ stip as far as i can concerned? Brock Lesnar doesn't get hurt if Kane Velasquez comes out and twonks him in the face or puts him in an armbar. It's no holds barred, doesn't matter. He's not going to get disqualified that's what I would do and I'm going with it let Rey Mysterio win so
1: everything you said just makes perfect sense I agree <laughs> I agree wholeheartedly with it I think that it would be an awesome moment for Rey to get this sort of last hurrah as the champion slaying the beast whether by help of Kane Velasquez or not and for that exact reason I am going with Brock Lesnar dude it's
0: hard it's hard to look dude you're on the right track man it's difficult for me to bring out any evidence that would prove you wrong we've seen it before right we've seen it before and they they do often revert to
1: task yeah um you know this should be a really fun match though like this is that like uh the triple threat with the strong nakamura and styles is one i'm looking forward to a lot but i really think that this could be my favorite match on the show with the build they've done to it, which I've liked a lot, and just the investment I have in both guys, and Brock versus Ray. Ray is someone who's been around for a while, someone I'm sure Brock has respect for. He'll be motivated for this yes, match. Yeah, I totally, which I think I is, totally
0: agree. Yeah, with big that, yeah.
1: factor. Um, I think they could, and really, most of Brock's great matches are against smaller guys like the Finn Balors, the AJ Styles and Rey Mysterio, the ultimate underdog in WWE history, I, I think that those two could really have a great match. And I don't know that they, uh, have they worked together before in a, in a single match yeah. of any?
0: Like, I, they- I, I think they did in, in, in 2002, I believe they did, yes.
1: Okay, so there there is at least something there. But uh, I think that this will be a really fun match that I'm looking forward to. I hope Rey wins, I really do. But I still think that Brock's going to win. Um, I don't know how. Maybe uh, Dominic will turn on Rey Mysterio because uh, that seems like something WWE would do. <laughs>
0: yeah, I mean you're right. And I'd be really upset this time because, you know, doing it for his family and, and it, it's just a great story. Like WWE's actually told us a great story. And I'm not saying that it's a rarity, but one that I can emotionally buy into. Yes, it is. It is rather rare. And I would like to see that followed through to the conclusion where they don't usually go, which is Rey Mysterio winning. And I don't think Rey Mysterio ever had a proper title match, uh, sorry, title run in WWE. He's always kind of been pitched as though, oh, he, sh- he is champion, but he- he's not really. And I feel like he's got to that point in his career. Of course, people would buy it. I remember that, oh, I never buy Rey Mysterio champion. He's flipping Rey Mysterio. He's one of the best wrestlers ever. He's basically responsible for everything that we've got nowadays in terms of the style that he introduced to the American scene. He deserves it, man. I agree with you. It's a long shot, but hey, I'm putting it all on the line, and I'm going. I'm going with my man. But I, I, I look forward to talking to you probably next week and saying you were right, dude. Well done. <laughs> you, got it, you got it absolutely correct.
1: Yes. Yeah, so but over, sometimes you just gotta. I, fade yourself and just. Go,
0: go, no, you're right. You're so right, man. You have to think like them and not like what makes sense. But look, they are eight good matches. They are. I'm intrigued about Survivor Series. I think NXT TakeOver the night before, rarely bad. Uh, maybe it will burn us out a little bit because there is so much wrestling on TV at the moment. But, you know, hey ho, what are you going to do? We have the options to pick and choose. You don't have to watch both TakeOver and Survivor Series. You can choose one and then maybe we watch the other one a few days later. Even still, I think when we get to Monday, there'll be a lot to talk about. And I'm never, ever against anything like that.
1: Yeah, definitely not uh, great, great time that there's so much wrestling that we are, we have the choice to be able to just watch what we like. And if we don't have much interest in it, then we can just, uh, go on about our day and not, uh, Tweet angrily about it or something.
0: yeah well We'll get that too. I'm I'm, I'm already getting people tweeting me mad because apparently I don't give the right downs for AEW. Who knew? I thought it was just an opinion, but what do I know? Clearly, I'm an idiot, and clearly, I should be uh, I should be buried (laughs) into the ground. And on that very positive note, Brock, I want to thank you very (laughs) much for your time. Thank you very much for your patronage. Uh, Just uh, pimp out your YouTube stuff just again for anybody that is still listening right now.
1: Yeah, uh, the Enhancement Talent Podcast on YouTube should be able to search it and find it right there. Um, if we, if we do what we did last time, uh, I'll have a comment in the comment section of this video that Simon will be kind enough to pin to the top and you can find it there as well. And, uh, just appreciate anyone who takes a second to look at the channel and, uh, greatly appreciate you for letting me do this and, uh, just can't really thank you enough. Can't even put it into words. There you go.
0: Make sure you check it out. Uh, and also thank you very much for checking me out. I always appreciate it. You can find more at my YouTube channel. These podcasts go up there too and you can catch the live ones that we're kind of doing on Tuesdays and Thursdays at the moment. Just search for Simon Miller on YouTube and you'll you'll find it. Please do give me a subscribe. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at SimonMiller316. My Patreon is patreon.com forward slash SimonMiller316 or 316. That's how all these things are supported. And I do have merchandise at SimonMiller.BigCartel.com. Brock, thank you very much again. Enjoy Survivor Series weekend. Uh, Enjoy Survivor Series if you're out there. And hey, look, if you watch Survivor Series, you're like, man, i want to come on Simon's miller's pro wrestling show you can we've already talked about it it's on the patreon have a good weekend and i'll talk to you all again very soon